Welcome to another episode of the Root of Everything podcast. Recently, we went over why you need to be different and how to be different and why society doesn't want you to be different. But now that we've gone through those things, now it's time to think differently. And what I mean by think differently doesn't just mean to wake up the next day and just say, I'm going to think differently than everybody else. But it means to assess our past and understand why we did things in our past and to realize we have to think in a way that is made just for us and not somebody else putting that into our mind. And then through that, looking at to our present and how we go into daily actions throughout our day and reassessing how we're going to say no or ask why when we're presented with opportunities. And then through those two things, we're going to be able to change the way we look at our future. So let's get into it. Gunshot. Friends turn enemies. Lovers turned into flings. As I grow older, I'm cutting off these loose strings and moving on to better things, hoping it'll better me. Some things you just know and some things i never seen. Some peasants will get crowned. Some kings won't ever be. Evidently I'ma shine inevitably It ain't a young out that's better than me And when they say they go hard, I laugh hysterically As young kids or as babies, our minds were sponges Our minds were absorbing anything that came inside our sponge We had no filter Whatever was told to us, any opinions, we just took it in and that's what it was We didn't allow ourselves to independently Ask why did they say that or is that really how I feel? We didn't have that ability at a young age. And when we get to a certain point in our lives, we have to we have to squeeze the sponge. We have to take out the things that no longer speak for who we are and what we think we think. You know what I mean? So when it comes to our lives, sometimes we have these foundational things in our minds. Sometimes we have these things we say we have strong opinions about. But it was just something our parents told us or something the TV told us or something that we haven't even haven't even assessed for ourselves. So what I want us to do today is to assess our past, to assess our foundation. You see, a long time ago, we were told certain things that we didn't get a chance to assess. For example, we were told at a young age, Santa Claus brings us um, presents on Christmas and we were waking up at so-and-so time to wait for Santa Claus to bring us our um, our presents. So we would wait with our cookies and our milk and wait for the, the white guy with the beard to come with his presents and eat your cookies. But eventually, our sponge minds realized, no, Santa Claus isn't real. It might have been from a friend. It might have been from realizing after staying up that night with your milk and cookies that he didn't show up. But regardless, you understood that Santa Claus isn't real. Or at least forever, you know, there was that real Santa Claus in that history, whatever it was. But we understood that what we were told at a young age wasn't true. But we have to understand is we have to squeeze our sponge even more. We can't just let it be little childhood things that are obviously not true anymore. But there are foundational things that we have to understand we have to have our own opinions for or else we'll be having a life that was made for somebody else. We'll be going through things in somebody else's ideas or opinions. One of my favorite quotes comes from one of my favorite rappers, Montana of 300. It says, by quote, it says, someone you never met made up your mind. And if we're going off that quote and we think about that quote and we believe that quote, we have to reassess everything we ever thought, anything we ever think is foundational in our lives. We have to reassess it. We have to look at it and ask, why do I think this? And is this really true? Do I really believe this? And if we can do that, then we can begin to understand who we truly are and who we truly want to be when we look out into the future or in the present tense. So when you look at maybe your religion, your political party, or your preferences, I want you to reassess what that is. I want you to say, okay, I'm a Christian. Okay, 
Let me see if I actually love the Christian religion or my mom was telling me I need to get baptized. Now, I'm not telling any of you to just abandon what you were told at a young age. They were told to you for a reason. But I want you to love it the best way you can love it. If you don't really have an independent feeling about something, then it's not truly your feeling. There's some shoes in my, in my, uh, my shoe collection, some Jordans, that I bought a lot. The past probably like two, three years, I was buying a lot of Jordans. And there were some of them that, honestly, I look at now, I'm like, those Jordans don't even look cool. Like, they, <laughs> they don't even fit none of my outfits. I was just buying it because people were saying, bro, you got to cop these. And so if I was to really assess my situation, if I was to assess my Jordans in my collection, I wouldn't have bought those. But now that I'm in the present, now that I'm in the future of that situation, I can now sell those Jordans for money because I decided to assess the situation. And that's what I want y'all to do with everything you've been taught in the past. There are so many things that have been drilled to us, so many things that have been told, this is how things go, this is how things go. But if you want to do something different with your life, if you want to change how you live your whole life, then you have to reassess your past. If you can get to the root of why you dislike or like something, then it'll make it easier for finding something else that you may like or dislike in the present or in the future. For example, <laughs> during my high school days, throughout my whole life, in the beginning of my life, I was a baseball player, and I played second base. That's just what I did. I played second base. And when I hit my, I think it was my sophomore year, I was playing second base. Uh, I was having some problems. I don't know what it was. It was a mind thing, but I loved going out and catching fly balls in foul territory. I loved making that play where I had to catch balls with my left left arm all the way over here and catching balls. Now, a usual thing that a second baseman does is ground balls, ground balls, ground balls. But I love the fly ball portion of it that I got rarely. And so when I look back in my life and I eventually switched to center field my sophomore year, I eventually went to center field and I loved it because I got to keep catching fly balls. I got to do what that one particular thing I liked about second base was. I got to do that every single play. You see, I might have could said, I just don't like playing baseball. I could have said, I don't like second base. I could have said a lot of things. But if I can ex assess and look at the root of why maybe I was disliking something and look at the portion that I did like, then I can make a change to a center field and love every part of it. So when you look into your life, I'm not telling you to say, oh, everything that was taught to me before, I'm not with that anymore. No, look at it and then get to the root of why you're doing it or why you like it. And then you can make an assessment for yourself that's independent. Then you can make a change in your life that is best for you, that you may love in the future. So now that you understand how to assess your past, you have to do that on your own. I can't give you a specific way to assess your past. But if you can make an effort to look into your past and understand that somebody else made it your mind, then you can make an assessment. And now you can make an assessment on your present tense. Is your life a pyramid scheme? Now, a pyramid scheme relies purely on recruiting. It relies on somebody reaching out to somebody else and telling them what's best for them for their benefit. If you've ever been approached by a pyramid scheme person, they'll tell you all these positive things. They'll say, this is the best thing for you. This is life-changing for their benefit. Now, remember that, for their benefit. They're coming to you with positive things about what they're doing for their benefit. Now, we just squeezed our sponge. We took out all the stuff we didn't want from the past. Now, if we're going in the present, we don't want to just put the same stuff back in there. We don't want to put stuff that we don't want. So we have to put a filter on our sponge. We have to look at things that could possibly come into our sponge. We have to say yes or no to things. 
And by doing that, we have to assess the situation. We have to make sure we have a plan when we're getting things put in our lives, when we have opportunities to reach new levels or new opportunities. So when somebody brings us an opportunity, say it's the pyramid scheme guy, and he's saying this is the best thing for you or this will change your life, you have to ask yourself why. Why would I want to do this? Do I want to do this for his benefit or my benefit? And hopefully you're assessing all your situations for your benefit because then it's just going to be you living a life for somebody else. But if you, if you go into this position and you're assessing the situation for yourself, then you're going to be able to say, okay, can you, give me more, can you give me more information about your business or whatever you call it? And then you're going to look up your own research. You're going to figure out, okay, this is what this actually is. This might not change my life. Or maybe it will change my life. But now you have an independent opinion on what you're getting into. Now you may say, Jamar, I'm not getting into any pyramid schemes. I'm not dumb, blah, blah, blah. But I'm here to tell you anything in your life can be a pyramid scheme. Anything you do in your life can be a pyramid scheme. For example, somebody could come to me and like, Jamar, let's go to this party tomorrow. I know it's going to be crazy. I know it's going to be lit, blah, 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 blah. But if I assess the situation and maybe I know he came to me last week with the same information and I went to him. Went to the party with him, and the party was bad. Maybe I'm gonna say no, or maybe I'm gonna say, okay, why would I go to this party? I know I have homework this weekend. I know I have a big project. Now I can make an assessment by what he said to me. I can make the assessment for myself and not for him. He might want me to go to the party because he needs somebody to go with him for whatever reason, but you have to make an assessment for yourself. You have to understand that if you took his advice and said, bro, it's gonna be lit, but you didn't assess, that previously it wasn't lit, then you're going to be failed. You're going to be realizing that you're doing the same thing over and over again. So what I ask you to do is to just simply ask why. I want you to ask why with every new opportunity that comes about. So when you're looking at your new opportunities to maybe find your passion, to maybe find what you already love to do, you have to look at the past things and say, I already tried that. So if somebody comes to me and says, Jamar, I got a job for you. It's about math, blah, 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 blah. But I already know I try math. I don't like doing math. So now I can say no, but it's because I assess the situation. He might have told me this is the perfect job for me at this point, but I know I'm passionate about this, or I know I've already tried that and I want to try something else. But if you don't do that, then you'll never figure out what your passion is because you're constantly doing what somebody else said. For example, somebody could come back to you at this point in your life and say, hey man, Santa Claus is real, even though you've already assessed that thing a long time ago. But if you can assess that again, you can easily just say no. And you have to take that with everything in your life. You already have prior knowledge to something. Now you know whether to say yes or no. So don't just ignore your past experience. We just squeeze it out of your sponge. Don't let it just seek back into your sponge. Say no to that again. But when a new opportunity presents itself, something that might be your passion, something that you haven't tried before, then you have the okay to say yes because now there's a possibility for that to change your life. Now that is something that could change, change your life, not something that somebody told you would change your life because you realize that that's a possibility. So now that you know that in the present you have to assess your possibilities and in the past you have to assess things that already happened that might have been told by somebody else, now you can understand that you can think differently about your future and what your passions could possibly be. you can question your past, your present, then you can question your future life. And you can do that through a word called innovation. 
Innovation at its simplest form is the introduction of something new. It allows us to move forward and to not be like the first humans on earth. We have so many things in this earth, if you really look at it, that weren't here a long time ago. I can hop on a plane, be on the other side of the country in a couple hours. I can call somebody on the other side of the globe right now and win a second. I can have them talking to me and even have their face right here on my phone. I can get some bread and it's already sliced. But at the end of the day, there is somebody who had these ideas that was told it was impossible. But they had to say, why are we driving from coast to coast and then taking a boat to get to this continent? Why are we doing things and communicating in this way? Or why are we eating bread and not slicing it up for a perfect sandwich? All these questions had to be answered by somebody. And somebody had the courage to first question their past and present, then to question their future and the future of everything we do in this world. And if it wasn't for those people doing those brave things and having people tell them that's impossible and saying, no, I'm going to make this happen, then we wouldn't be where we are today. And I want to encourage y'all to do the same thing when it comes to finding your passion. Finding your passion can be scary. It can look like it's impossible. Just like when somebody told somebody that there's no way you could create a plane where you could go all the, way, all the way around the globe. You have to understand that it seems impossible sometimes. You have to understand that finding your passion is like seeing something that hasn't been seen before. It's like finding a color or thinking of a color that's never been seen before. And it can be hard, but you have to understand that your passion is what unlocks infinite potential. And if that's something, if there's something out there that can get you to reach infinite potential, I guarantee you can't just see it on an advertisement anywhere. You're going to have to find it within yourself. You're going to have to realize that people will say it's impossible. You're going to have to realize that it may take you years to ever figure out what your passion is. And it may take you two seconds. You may click off this video and say, oof, I found my passion. But it's something that hasn't been seen before. And it's something that can't be predicted. There's not something I can tell you where to go to get it. But you can open your mind by looking past the things that are surface level. You can't find something that's going to change the world that everybody has. You have to do something completely different. You have to think differently. You have to do everything different. But if you're doing things the same way as everybody else, if you're trying to be like everybody else and you're not questioning what's going on, then things are going to stay the same. But if everybody can question everything we do and everybody can look at things and say, no, we should be doing that differently. If they say, no, we can be doing that differently, then that thing will become better. That thing will be innovative because somebody says there's a better way to do it. But if we just look at the world and we're not innovative about it, we let people be, then we'll be stagnant. And if the world was truly like that, if humans weren't innovative at all, we'd be in the same place we were today. And while innovation is a hard job, it's a full-time job. And it's probably the hardest job you could ever take on. And that's to be creative. That's to think past the surface level of things. But at the same time, being a creative and being able to look past surface level is the highest rewarding thing. If you find something that's never been done before, if you create a service where you can meet people online like Zoom right before a pandemic hits, you will be rewarded more than any other company. But if you decide to look at things regularly, you'll never find your passion. But if you can commit yourself to that, and understand that this is the highest level of compensation you can ever receive in your life, then you will dedicate your life to that. And when you find it, you'll realize that that is true. But all you have to do is open your eyes. It's out there. But most of us in this whole world close our eyes. But the people who do open their eyes are the ones who end up changing the world. So the only message I have left for today is to just question everything. And so many other things will unravel from just questioning everything. But if we don't, 
things will stay the same and you will see no change. And the only way to make things better is through change and evolution. And that's why we're here right now. So be changed and question everything. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Root of Everything podcast. I truly appreciate y'all for tuning in to hear me talk. If at any moment you enjoyed what I was saying, please hit the like button, comment what you think, and hit the subscribe button. If you want some more content and consistent updates, go to our website, rootofeverything.com. And you can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter called The Weekly Root.